Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hyperconscious Podcast. Alan, what is Hyperconscious? Once you understand why something is the way that it is, now you have the power to change it. Great conversations with great people and great questions are the keys to the kingdom of unlocking your consciousness. Every single action that you do starts as a thought. When you control the way you think, you will control the way you act, and you will control the way you live. That is hyper-conscious. Ladies and gentlemen, the Hyperconscious Podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor David Meltzer of the Playbook Podcast. He was kind enough to join us on episode 144 and 135. Folks, it has become Kevin and I's mission in life to help you realize that the life of your dreams is right on the other side of you becoming the greatest version of yourself. Let us help you do that. I rarely do these things twice in such a short amount of time, but you guys impress me. I, I believe in people that provide value and of our service. You two guys are on your way to huge fulfillment, purpose, and profitability, and I look forward to helping you both. We appreciate that more than you know. Gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode where Alan and I sat down and did a five-minute clinic on sacrifice and what sacrifices you may have to make in order to accomplish your goals. Today, for episode number 280, we are going to do a small talks episode on why you should stop avoiding your insecurities. But before we dive deep into this episode... I want you to go to www.topnotchlive2020.com. Kevin is already laughing at me. And we're having an event January 25th. As you know, we are 18 days out. Folks, Kevin and I, over the last three years, we say this consistently. There's nothing more important than networking and creating allies who have like-minded goals and dreams and core values. For reference, see Friday's episode, yes, which will be on core values. Yes. Eight speakers, full day, full immersion event, starts at 9 a.m., ends at 5 p.m. There's an hour and a half for lunch. There's two Q&A sessions. Do not miss this. Everyone in that room, my primary goal is to make sure you leave more ambitious and more intelligent and with allies who can help you chase your goals and dreams. If you're looking for a group that is more ambitious and will help you get more intelligent, somebody that or some place that you can be vulnerable, Hyperconscious Nation has your name on it. Is your place. <laughs> if you go to hyperconsciouspodcast.com, click hashtag join Hyperconscious Nation at the top of the page and at the bottom as well, I believe you will be entered into our private Facebook group where we're all about getting better. We'll talk about habits, we'll talk about insecurities, we'll talk about confidence, we'll talk about all those happy things, and you will be surrounded by people who want to see you succeed. One more thing I want to say quickly. Don't. Quickly. I was talking to Emilia recently, and she asked me, what is the thing you're most proud of? Because in the episode where Kevin and I talked about 185 episodes in 2019, she said, what is it you're most proud of? And I realized in that moment that it is out of 280, about to be 280 episodes, every single one of them is about how how to become a better person. Yeah. How to get better. And I said my the thing that I was most happy about, most grateful for was 
that I got to connect with you guys. Like, I, I get messages from people who say, I miss you, I haven't talked to you in a long time. Yeah. And it's like, you know, that was what I really, really wanted at the beginning, so I'm, I'm just blown away by that. So for the listeners, we have a whiteboard we masterminded quite a bit before this about insecurity. So the first thing we'd usually do in small talks is define the word. So insecurity, dictionary.com defines it as lack of confidence or assurance. In other words, self-doubt. I also wrote some synonyms, which would be uncertainty, hesitancy, or indecision. What's the um, language of origin? Uh, Latin. Strong work. Yeah, strong work. Strong work. So... Kevin and I, as he boomerangs over there, wrote down some of the things that we are insecure about and or have been in the past and then different ways in which people avoid their insecurities. What we figured out during this mastermind is that a lot of greatness does stem from a a deep insecurity as long as you help it, use it to get better rather than bitter. Yeah, I think that, I think insecurity is one of the thing that, or one of the things that connects us all, but it's the one thing that we don't talk about. So, I think we're all afraid of judgment. I think we genuinely are all afraid of judgment. Right. But, so, for me, being short is one of my biggest insecurities. When I'm with somebody who is short, we can joke about it together. Why? Because we're connected. Because we're not judging each other on that insecurity, because that's something that we share. Yeah. And I think that so many people feel separate. They don't feel like they're connected. They feel like they're different. And they're hiding... Those insecurities. That's one thing. Fearing judgment. Like fearing, I think everybody fears judgment. Everybody does. Mm. At some level. Now how does that judgment manifest as the things that you're avoiding? We'll get into that. But I think that so many of us, rather than using, like you said, rather than using your insecurity to get better or to help others not feel alone, we run from them. And we pretend they don't exist. And that holds us back. When if you owned it, you could change the world with it. So, what's an insecurity that you ran from instead of own? I, not doing new things in front of people. Like, that was the fire academy for me. I wasn't willing to, to get out of my comfort zone and possibly fail in front of people. And what happened? I failed at the greatest time when I was at a live fire. And I was so insecure that I was going to get judged and people were going to laugh at me. But like, now looking back, it's like, what's the big deal? What's, I mean, what's the big deal if I get laughed at? Right. I remember a long time ago, we used to talk about failing forward so often because I think that that was how we succeeded in the podcast early on because we needed to get over that. Yeah. You've gotten over that so much. I fail a lot. I fail a lot. Like, all the time. But I also realize it's not the end of the road, and I'd rather fail along the way than right. than take one shot and fail, and then assume that's the way it is. Like it's not. It's not. It's not the way it is. So, Alan and I made a list of what we're insecure about, and we'll hammer through that quick. But I want to make this as much about you guys. We have ten minutes left. I want to make this as much about you guys as possible, and I'm just gonna philosophize on on my ideas and why I think people do what they do. I think deep down, if you're listening, you know exactly what your insecurities are. You know exactly what you're doing to hide from them if you are. And you also know, know where that's holding you back. I want to help you admit that. And I want to help you get over that. That's my goal. That's my only goal in this, this episode. So for me, I'll just hammer through them quick. Being short has always been a giant thing for me. You guys know if you've listened to this, like 
I don't like being short. It's, it's uncomfortable. I hang around with tall people. So it's hard. And sometimes you base your insecurities, or I won't say it that way. Sometimes you think your insecurities make up who you are and your value. And that's just not true. It's just not true. Trying something new in front of people, you know, being vulnerable. Uh, what does that say? Bars? Bars, yeah. Oh, bars, yeah. Yeah, going out to bars. <laughs> I was going to say, what is that about? I mean, going out to bars, I'm, again, I'm short. I'm not the first person you're probably going to look at at the bar. Needing help and not being self-reliant, like I, it's hard for me to ask for help. And I know that's a weakness. right? That's insecurity. But look what happened when Alan and I shifted that. And we started asking people for help. Mentors. And we started getting, yeah, we started getting mentors. We started getting podcast guests sent to us. That's all because we asked. Right. And we had to, you know, we had to get out of that that comfort zone and get over that insecurity. Our relationship with Mark Metry, who you'll see speak if you come to the event January twenty fifth, is a result of us admitting we needed help. Yeah, one hundred percent. We needed a podcast mentor. Yeah, and he has twelve million listens. Yes, like he's ahead of he us. So. I think this is a big one for a lot of people: not meeting expectations. I don't like delivering something and somebody being underwhelmed by it. That's always been a thing for me. And not being good enough. If you could categorize all of my insecurities into one it's not being good enough 100 percent. being left behind is another one and then growing up without a dad that was something that i used to be very insecure about especially when i was younger and i again i internalized that as this is my value is based on this which is which is not true being left behind and your dad and not being good enough all of those are kind of similar similar yeah. and connected one thing i just want to say too i've never once thought about Kevin being short. Right. So your insecurity about being short has never affected me once. Right. Right. Yeah. So whatever insecurity you have, most likely the effect you think it's having on others or you or your projection of you or whatever, like I think it's probably in your head. Um just like when I told you I broke my nose and I lost the symmetry in my face as a as a male model, you were like I never even noticed it. Right. It's like, it was in my head, just like you being short is in yours. I've never right. once thought, oh, Kevin's short, that must suck. Well, I've actually, I, we were at a party a couple of years ago at Mark's house. Yeah. And there was, girl. I don't remember who the girls were, but I was talking to the girls, and one of them said that to me, that you're short. She said that to me. Really? Yeah, my ego flared. I was like, do you know how much money I make? Right. <laughs> you, <laughs> you know you, how jacked I You have no idea how much, you don't know who you're talking to, do you? <laughs> but again, that was all from insecurity. Right. If I was comfortable, like I'm, I, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm, 1,000% comfortable, but now I wouldn't say what I said. Yeah. You know, I, I would say something different, but... The ego is trying to protect you from these insecurities, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, you either shell up and don't have to face them, or you puffer fish and don't have to face them. So, my insecurities. Yes. Let's Hammer. go to those. Hammer, we got six minutes. Six minutes, okay. Letting people down. Uh, back in the day, I was really lanky. My nose, I already mentioned that. Broke my nose playing basketball. Lost symmetry in my face. Uh, leaving people behind. That's an interesting one. So we've talked a little bit about how the more I've grown and the more successful I've gotten, it's been harder for me to connect with other people. But I think that's my own inability to relate to where they are. So that's just a skill that I need to develop. Uh, photos. I used to be, I remember um, Shanice, uh, an old friend of mine, used to post photos on Facebook all the time when I was lanky and when I when I was drinking a lot. And I didn't like my physique. I wasn't taking my health seriously. And that, that feedback was hard for me because I didn't look good, in my opinion. Um, again, you pulled up at Mass Maritime a photo of you and I at 23 and 22. Yep. 
Yeah, we were at a party. I we was were not looking a, good. No, no, we were hammered. Yeah. We were very drunk. Yeah. You actually still looked pretty jacked. I was pretty jacked. <laughs> um, ego. Uh, whenever that flares, I'm, I'm insecure about it. alcohol. The thing is, is, I'm not that insecure about these things anymore because I feel like the master, not the slave. And I think that's what it comes down to. So I wanted to read very quickly the serenity prayer. And it's basically, you've probably heard this before. Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. So being short, Kevin cannot change that, but he can over accept that. But so let's do this. Let's jump into what we were saying. So this whole episode is about why you shouldn't avoid your insecurities. Right. I could very easily put lifts in my shoes. I could very. There's a lot of things I could do. Right. There's a lot of things I could do. As Alan looks at my shoes, you got lifts in those things. Man? <laughs> I do not. Um, but what would that require me to change? Nothing. And that's the problem. The problem is if. If you're using filters because you don't like the way your skin looks, are you ever going to be comfortable? What happens when somebody else wants to take a picture of you? What happens when it's time to do your wedding photos? Are you going to filter your wedding photos and put a, a dog face on? No, you're not. So what you're doing is delaying feedback, and eventually that feedback is going to catch up. And you also know that you're not helping the problem. You're actually perpetuating the problem. That's why I don't want to say I have a huge problem with filters because I understand it's a deeper, it's a deeper issue. But you're avoiding the feedback and you'll never face it if you keep taking the easy way out. So, for example, being short for me, I, I don't like approaching people. I never liked approaching women because I assumed that they were going to value me on my height. When I started approaching women, and even when I got rejected, I realized it's not that bad. I also realized that either I allow me being short to control the rest of my life, or I face it. And again, like, I am anti-filter. I tell Alan all the time, like, I will not, I don't, I've never used filters. I won't do it. Right. It's not, it's not who I am. But I think that so many people, if you switched around, okay, I'm going to own being short. Because there's nothing I can do about it. It is already part of my identity. Why does it have to be the negative part? Why can't it be the positive part? Even look at the word filter. You're filtering the truth. That's okay. what a filter is. You're putting a cover over the truth. So here's some ways to avoid feedback. Avoid the truth. You can filter. Um, the gyms, the mirrors in the gyms are hard for people. That's been hard for me in the past. I told a story about how one time I went to the gym when I was lanky and I had to leave. And I actually cried in the bathroom and left because I couldn't handle all the feedback. Um, mirrors, if you're avoiding mirrors. I remember um, one of our close friends said that basically he avoided getting new pants because he didn't want to admit that he was getting uh, more and more overweight. Uh, cars and clothes, like dressing nice. All these kinds of things. You can either... I could have avoided photos forever. Right Now I, I take photos all the time and I'm making all these memories... And honestly, this is something I'll say quickly. I think that I'm a pain to some people <laughs> when I take photos Probably. because they don't like to be in photos. Yeah. But I love to make memories. And I, I don't know when I started getting over that, but I totally can empathize. And if you're avoiding a photograph because you think you don't look good in photographs because you're overweight, instead of avoiding the photograph, why not look at it, face the truth and go, you know what? It's time for a change. You can either tell yourself a story that it's okay staying the way you are, or you can change. 
And if it's something you can't change, then it, then you should tell yourself the story that you're okay the way you are, and or use it to be even better in other areas. It's it's an interesting, it's an interesting uh, topic, and everybody deals with insecurity for I sure. I think, to, and I said this before. I think, like my philosophy on it is, when you're different, you get left behind. If we if we were to go back into the evo- like through the evolution of humans, if you look different, you're probably an enemy. Or if you look different, you can't be with us. You if you're Injured, you can't be with us because you're gonna you're gonna hold us back and we might die. Right. Things are so much different now where it's like, okay, I'm short. It is what it is. It is like it is what it is. Mm-hmm. If that's the worst thing, like how about some perspective? How about some like I'm able to go to the gym every day. I have a roof over my head. Right? Like, again, we've interviewed Eric Legrand is in a wheelchair, he's paralyzed. I know. You know, like we've interviewed some people that have a lot of adversity compared to being they would they would wish to be short. They have every reason to be insecure, and they're kind of not. Right, because they use it as their superpower. It's amazing. They use it as their superpower. So my question and my challenge and my goal for this episode is for you to ask yourself, where am I taking the easy way out? Where do I know that I could be doing more? Is it, is it putting pictures up with filters because I want to, I want to look better than I actually do? Okay, let's admit that first, and then what can we do to start? What can we do to start? Start taking some pictures of yourself and not posting them. Just look at them. Get used to you looking at who you actually are. Because another thing is like, are you hoping that you never meet these people in real life? Because like we've met people that we have seen use filters and immediately said, oh wait, they look completely different on social media. Mm. Right? And it is what it is. Like, I have no problem with the way you look. I just expected you to look like you do on your Instagram because that's how I am. And the thing is, is they probably don't, like, the thing you think that other people are judging you for, they probably don't care. Right. They probably don't care. Like, you're more self-conscious about whatever it is than anyone else. Well, because it's, if it's your main focus, that's the only thing you're going to focus on. So you're going to assume, like, oh, the way he, oh, that person just looked at me, he must think I'm short. The way he looked at me, he must have saw my nose. Right. Right, whatever. Whatever it is. Mm. And I think I, everybody has some sort of insecurity. Everybody. I, no matter how confident you are, maybe your, your insecurity is that you're too confident. Like, everybody has one. Right. Everybody has crazy? one. It is, it is. My insecurity is that I'm overly confident. Right. But crazy. I just think that so many people, now is the easiest time ever to run away from your insecurities. And it is a short-term win for a long-term loss. Eventually, you're going to have to... You're going to have to face the feedback eventually. Or pay the piper, as Kevin would say. Yeah, you're going to have to pay the piper eventually. And I don't... The problem is it's going to be so hard because you're going to be so ingrained. Like, what would happen if Snapchat went away? Or what would happen if they took away the filters? What would you do? Would you keep taking pictures of yourself? Mm. Okay, there's your challenge. That is my challenge to you. If you're somebody... And I'm very, I know I'm being very specific on this, on this topic, but this is something we see a lot. Mm. If you're somebody who filters their photos on social media because you're insecure of the way you really look, that is my challenge to you. And if you DM me, I will do one of my insecurities. I'll, whatever. Like, whatever, I'll, I'll post me next to a yardstick or something. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> or every photo you and I have ever been in together. Right. Yeah, just look at those. <laughs> look at the one on YouTube. But I, I just realized that for you guys, you're either going to be controlled by your insecurities or you're you're going to turn around and use them as your motivation. Right. And I think when there's easy ways to avoid it, it's the path of least resistance. 
Give yourself a reason to face your insecurities. Last example, I grew up tall and skinny, lanky. I could have used that as a reason not to go to the gym because of the fear of the mirrors, or I could use that as the motivation to get jacked. One of them now serves others. Now I'm a fitness coach. So it, it's not about not having insecurities. Everyone has them. It's about what you do with them. That's my 10-second my blip. And also, make sure you're surrounding yourself with people who understand. Right. One thing I said, and I'll end on this. One thing I told Alan is when, if say, for instance, you come to Lowell and you see Alan and I speak, I will be far less insecure because you know who I am. You know I'm insecure about it. And you support me because you listen to the podcast. Mm. You're a friend of mine. You're a family member of mine if you listen to this into this show. So I will be less insecure because we're connected through the truth. Last thing I'll say, Natalie Hodson on stage, she said she brought up eight mile. Remember that rap at yes. the end? You probably could rap it. No, I can't rap you it. You can't? No, okay. I'm too good. So if you've ever seen eight mile, they do a rap battle where they're making fun of each other. Yes. And instead of Eminem making fun of the other guy, he raps about all of his own truth. And then the other guy has no weapons against him. Right. And he leaves stage because he has nothing he can say. To me, that's the perfect analogy for life of like, when you actually own these things and put them out there, if you don't love me for who I really am, that's fine. But I'm going to learn how to love myself for who I really am and or change the shit that I don't like. Right. And Face would, it. Would yeah. you rather be loved for somebody that you're not? Unfortunately, that's what we choose, but it's not. It's, it's not, a micro win. Yeah, and it's not necessary. Right. It's not, you'll find somebody. You'll find somebody. We talked about the facade, like how before I really knew you, I always thought you were such a badass. Right. And it's so interesting because now, I mean, you're stronger now than you ever thought of being then, but that facade is down because now I know who you really are. Right. And it's, we're more connected. Oh, way more connected. I think if, you, if you're living your life through a filter, you're never going to see, feel, or live. You're never going to be able to really live. Right. Because you're never going to really be. I know. Imagine if I was wearing, imagine if I always stood on something next to Alan. I wouldn't be able to speak on stage because you guys would say like, wait, I thought he was, I thought he was tall. That would screw everything up. I would have to run from that forever versus just saying, look, I'm insecure about it. If you're insecure about it, reach out and I'll help you. If you're not and you want to make fun of me, that's fine too. Mm. But I know that that making fun of is, is coming from a place of pain in you. Mm. And that's another thing. We can get out of here. We do. You got something? The last thing would be, in our intimate relationships, like, I set the intention with Emilia, like, there's nothing you're not going to know. Like, there's nothing you're not going to know. I'm not hiding anything from you. And that's because I think anything that you're hiding is going to disconnect you from others. And I think you found that to be true as well. I mean, the filters that you put in between the truth and other people is the disconnection. You're, you're eroding the connection between you and other people. That doesn't mean you air out everything to everybody. It just means you own it to yourself first and then be discerning about who else you want to bring into that truth. I love you guys, and I can say that this is one of the biggest things that I've done over the past three years. Yeah, Hands down, being in the public eye, you have to start dealing with your insecurities. Maybe you don't have that pressure you don't have that circumstance but i can guarantee it is one of the best things you can do like all of the things we talk about it can be difficult it most likely will be difficult in the moment but it will pay off and it's like living a different life when you can live true to yourself you can live free there are no lies you're not avoiding anything Hmm. and you can lay your head down at the end of the night and realize like this is who i am and the world knows it 
I would never have overcome alcohol if I didn't admit first that I had a problem. Right. I ran from that for the longest time. And I finally admitted I have a problem. And now I feel free of it. It's the best feeling in the world. I think we're going to go. Yeah. What did we do for scratching the surface? What did we do for scratching the surface? <sighs> it just it just came up. It's been a long day. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this. Up next, we have an episode on core value. Oh, yeah, that's right. Core <laughs> value. <laughs> See? That's uh, us failing forward. Yes. We hope you enjoyed this, and again, I challenge you to do something. Try to get over these insecurities because they are either going to run your life or you are going to use them to make a giant change. You don't have to be perfect. No one is. Talk to you soon. Talk soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for listening to another episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. Going hyperconscious will absolutely change your life because if you understand why something is the way it is, now you have the power to change it. If you going hyperconscious with us has changed your life in any way, please share this episode with one of your friends because the more people that go hyperconscious, the better this world's going to be for everybody. And if you would kindly leave us a five star review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyperconscious and we would be greatly appreciative. Thank you. Bye.